Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm a dork living in Portland, Oregon, who spent too many years listening to podcasts and not doing anything creative. This is my attempt to rectify that, to create and contribute something where I talk to people about their cultural obsessions and try to give some recommendations of my own. Welcome to Giving the Mic to the Wrong Person. Hello, everyone. This is going to be a kind of a special two-parter episode. The first part will be a collection of music recs of great newer stuff that I've heard that I think you should really check out. The second part will be a kind of a conversation slash interview recorded at the recent XOXO Festival in Portland, Oregon, where I was talking to both Jesse from the In the Cut podcast and Brock from the Sprocket podcast, two local Portland podcasts. Um, much thanks goes out to the Stream PDX group, which you can find at streampdx.com. The first band we're going to hear is White Lung. A couple of you might have heard this by now. I think the majority of you listening to this probably haven't. They are a three-piece out of Vancouver. This is their song, Narcoleptic. It is music to make you excited again. second man we're going to be hearing from is survive uh famous recently this year because uh, half their members provided the score to the stranger things television show this is off of their new song from their new album take a listen see what you think band we are going to listen to is Slow Down Molasses. Slow Down Molasses is a shoegazer band out of Saskatoon, and this tune is off of their brand new album that just came out about, about a couple weeks ago, in fact.
the last thing we're going to hear from this is from the Jeff Rosenstock band. The Jeff Rosenstock band is going back on tour again. This song is festival song released earlier this year. Uh, going to be on their new album, which comes out in October 2016. Whoa, whoa, Try it out. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Those are four bands uh, I wanted you guys to check out. Um, White Lung, Survive, Slowdown Molasses, and the Jeff Rosenstock Band. Next, we're going to hear from my conversation. Technically, I guess they interviewed me in the Stream PDX trailer at the XOXO Fest in Portland, Oregon, uh, in over Labor Day weekend 2016. You'll hear from myself, uh, Jesse, and Brock. Take a listen. It's probably worthwhile. Hope you enjoy it. If not, well, you know, hit that button to skip ahead. Clock is running. Uh, well, yes. And this way, you have some B-roll if you want it. So I won't actually. I, I think Jesse's our interviewer, so I won't be. I won't be speaking much. I'll chip in if I think of something that that might need to be said. Excellent. The more, the merrier. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Or, or uh, what, do you want to sit here? Uh, we've got whatever you want. Not at all. I mean, I'm. Uh, yeah, I've got it set up, but I can also. I can. I can abdicate if you want. Sure. Uh, green is the third one that's live right now. Yep. No, they're all live. Great. I figured more is better than less. That's true. The only, well, the only kicker is that with the non, um, the more, uh, I think the more secondary mics that are live, you're going to get more of the back. You're going to get more of the uh, tunes. That's true. But they're all individual files, so oh, you can. Oh, yeah. okay. Because it's oh, each mic has its own file track, so, so you can do whatever track. you want. There you go. That would help. Yeah. Now, if this, I, I certainly wouldn't have all the mics live if it was uh, if that was not the case. The show that I do on a regular basis is all just you know every every mic all the time. It's a just a basic stereo out. So, what's your show? Uh, I do the Sprocket Podcast. Excellent. So we do uh, a weekly talk show about bikes, transit, and simpler living here in Portland. It's a uh, a, um, a uh, geographically appropriate show. Yeah. Show topic. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's kind of like you know, can the good life be cheap? Do you have to own a car? In order to have fun, our our answer is no. But yeah, it's kind of a, just a collective jackassery centered around bikes, as so much Portland bicycle culture is. <laughs> have you had any bad experiences? No, just uh, no. It's, well, no, just lived lived here for. Um, I've just lived here for twelve years. Okay, and I'm so sorry. I, I, I was saying home as though I bet a lot of people fly in and that sort of thing. I, I guess I should have assumed that you, you could have been a local. And oh no, are. I am a local. <laughs> and well, you are. I no, I am a local. In, well, as local as half the town is. Right. But um, no, you you've got several years on a lot of people that are that are thinking that in that direction. Yeah. I bet we could find a wider book to stabilize that with. Oh, I think I can wing it here. You good? Okay. Yeah, get three feet on it. 
one one drop in group uh, threatened to name their new podcast "Where the Sidewalk Ends" because they thought that would be nice. a good name for a podcast. True, but not. Um, I don't know if it would be the best for uh, SEO reasons. <laughs> right. It's like unless you were gonna, unless you wanted to do the uh, the WWF thing and have creative misspellings of common words, just for um, for uh, trademark and SEO reasons. <laughs> kind of like Vanilla Ice. Not just that. Well, vanilla, but except Vanilla. Well, Vanilla Ice. But more importantly, um, guy who actually who just got just got uh, he won his primary outside of I think it would have been it would have been Hamtramck. Um, uh, former ECW, uh, sometimes uh, WWE uh, wrestler named Rhino, who went back during the ECW era in the late '90s, early aughts, before he um, ECW fold got folded and bought by WWE, was Rhino, spelled normally. However. Um, once he got kind of subsumed into the McMahon empire, they do, they deliberately will do name changes for both like trademarking. And if you ever, if you ever like say quit the job and you're going to go off, strike it on the indies, you can't, um, you cannot use your trademarked name as your performing title. They own that. Yeah. To the point, uh, in this mostly, most dramatically, um, in the case of Dwayne Johnson, who I think I'm trying to remember if this actually went to a lawsuit of because he was he um, when he he was being credited on screen, you know everybody knew him as the Rock and the Scorpion King, uh, among many other things. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah. the the Scorpion King, that really weird episode of Voyager where he. Um, Star Trek Voyager. Oh yes, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, no, there, uh, there is. There's an episode where they go to this. Like I said, late eighty, late nineties. That really weird, that really weird kind of like t- transitional cultural era that was Voyager. They go to like what was effectively an alien MMA fight, and one of the one of the performers is the Rock with like a whole bunch of like forehead meatloaf. You're no bigger than a Tarkanian field mouse. Thanks insulting me by putting you in the pit to face me. I must warn you, I possess superior strength. I'm trembling. <laughs> <laughs> and that not was not a Klingon. Uh, no, not a Klingon. No Klingons in the fourth quarter, though, at the Delta Quadrant. I don't think so, but I never. Voyager was Voyager hit. I think Voyager hit beginning of the end of my freshman year, and I was always I was an undergrad, and so it was kind of a thing. The only the only TV I watched as an undergrad was. Comedy Central, uh, David Letterman for a while, and Conan, and that was about it. And occasion, and Beavis and Butthead was not still ran, but other than that, you know, it was good. It's kind of thing. Everything, you know, like um, so many shows from here and hither and yon, just never, uh, you know, had the entire lifespan on the air, and I never saw any of them because I was, you know, I was an engineering undergrad for six years. Yeah. Well, we're starting from a little bit of a time deficit, so I'm going to just cut in and start doing a little Q and A with you. Rock and roll for you. Cool. So. Give me your name. Name is Jeremy. Jeremy Salmon. How you doing? Jeremy, how can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on the internet at, uh, let's just say Twitter is Jeremy underscore, Jeremy in PDX with underscores in that. Awesome. Um, I do a podcast called Giving the Mic to the Wrong Person, which you can find uh, SoundCloud slash Giving the Mic. Cool. Cool. And uh, this is your first XO? Yes. Awesome. How are you liking it? Um, I like it a lot. It's it's different. There's um, 
some of my class issues are getting triggered, mm-hmm. but other than that, um, it's still kind of a lot of fun. And it's interesting to, to separate conference versus festival because it's kind of everything's kind of mashed together. But this feels far more conferency than like than say what festival would in- entail. But in terms of the terminology, yeah, I yeah. think just connotations. Sure, sure. Um, what would be more festivaly? Balloons. No. Um, <laughs> the. Um, I think I think part of it is uh, uh, almost like you know co- cultural connotations. You have price point versus uh, price point versus um, like for a conference. Uh, conference entails a, an entirely like different ticket price and you know reservations and selling out sure, versus sure. festival is something like um, you know the you know um, uh, music fest Northwest, mm-hmm. which is. Uh, you know, a bit more expensive than a regular show, but it's still it's kind of a thing. It's an open, you know, people can get in and you buy a ticket at the door rather than because it's kind of a thing. Working the as a volunteer for the fest, working the info with the, the, the number of folks, just locals, just kind of wandering by, like, like what is this? Is this <laughs> can, can we get a ticket? Like, oh, sorry, no, this is <laughs> right. Yeah, this was this was sold out, you know, uh, months ago. So yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of weird to to the to the events benefit and detriment that it's, it has a really kind of short list of uh, you know we can only really get a thousand people in on the on mm-hmm. the lottery and then a couple hundred more as volunteers uh, we may have inter- interviewed other volunteers before now but i haven't yet so it's kind of cool to get a perspective kind of boots on the ground for that are you able to spend time are you able to watch the talks on the video and stuff talks no okay. uh evening stuff yes cool first night i should say the uh friday night uh was our um was it a storytelling night here at uh, at Revolution Hall slash Washington High School? Also, the arcade over at Yale Union, a couple blocks away, uh, was able to spend more time at the arcade and just blown away. Like, wow, this is far more impressive than I expected. Last night, wa- uh, volunteered during the day, stayed for all of the film and animation block, with the exception of an hour where I came out here and you know hung around the podcast booth for a while. And that was you know still very impressive. And then tonight, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, that's cool. So you you have really got to get a sampling of a number of different things. What jumped out at you between the arcade and the and story and the other things you've been to? Mm, I want to say the just some of the uh, some of the selections for film and animation of everything from. What was it called? I think the 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 British show. Uh, I'm scared. Don't hug me. Don't hug me. I'm scared. Yeah. yeah. Don't hug me. I'm scared. That was excellent. I was like, wait. In fact, I even asked them. You know, for the Q and A, why is this not on Adult Swim? <laughs> also, it was great to see the brothers Chaps just full on do like the you know kind of a thrown together Homestar Runner show. Um, seen some of the some of the games offered and demoed at the arcade. Um, just like oh yeah no the, you know full on like you know professional indie line stuff like yeah this stuff's you know Adult Swim is publishing this game come January and we're, we're almost ready to go and excellent it's just kind of it is for the it's the, the first one of these kind of uh, festival conference type things that I've ever attended mm-hmm. so it's been uh, that's not say um, that's not say uh, CMJ uh, CMJ in New York City uh, back during the uh, college radio years cool. Me. Cool. So what's what's the balance between things that you kind of knew that you were going to be into or shows you had heard of or games you had heard of and things you had never heard of and you're just kind of discovering for the first time while you're here? Almost all, almost all of the games uh, for arcade nights and plenty of the uh, help set up for the tabletop. Uh, the game completely new. About half of the, I think half of the... Um, Half of the film and animation groups uh, I had heard of before, and maybe just a handful of like the the storyteller podcast or YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. And how are you? How 
how would you say you can connect the dots between stuff that you're doing, like the podcast you have that you're going in, or any other kind of creative projects you're working on, and like any interesting conversations you've had here or inspiration you've taken from any of the stuff here that kind of can plow forward and, and become part of your your creative pursuits from here on? I haven't thought of that. That is a good question. I think my thing was more of um, being thankful that it leaves, you know, surrounded by lots of creative people and um, being thankful that at least I had started something. I, you know, because I had gone for so many years without my own creative outlets of thanks to a, my, my, uh, my techie heavy travel job that it, now it's kind of a thing where it's like, all right, you know, if it, uh, there's, you know, it's kind of like somewhat inadequate being surrounded by like a lot of creative people who are putting on a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like, hey, at least I now have my uh, my ongoing channel. I have now an ongoing effort that I would into which I can pour um, effort and energy and you know, creativeness that doesn't involve you know, um, you know, writing stuff or you know, get, you know, joining a band or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, I can do this on my own and rope enough people that I know into dragging them into my little like, you know home studio apartment recording complex and um, feed them enough drinks and get them in, uh, have them be entertaining on the mic for an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that I think a lot of people are taking away is, um, hey, there's other people who are, would be excited to work on stuff like this with me. A lot of people are coming away from this uh, feeling like, hey, I'm just going to re- start reaching out to people. I don't need to like just assume that they'll turn me down. I just reach out and yep. see what happens. There's a lot of that kind of um, uh, emboldening people to kind of break out of their introversion that's keeping them or not even introversion but uh uh you know just talking themselves out of collaborations that maybe they would rather be in because they don't even want to try exactly um, yeah it, it's some it's hopefully um the ins- you know the inspiration from either guests or volunteers or just anybody encounters just like yeah just you know just f and go for it dude so yeah why well, I, I can't think of a better note to end on than just f and go for it yeah i love it uh i super appreciate your time Awesome. Thanks for sitting in on this. Thank you very much. Thanks for talking to me. Cool. All right. And that was that. Yeah. Once again, we heard from White Lung, their song Narcoleptic off the album Paradise, which was released earlier this year. We heard from Survive, the Austin band, with their track Warden Cliff off their album RR7349, going to be released at the end of September 2016. We heard from Slowdown Molasses, their song New Release off of the album 100% Sunshine, released in early September 2016. Finally, we heard from Jeff Rosenstock with their festival song, off their album Worry, which is uh, the album's going to come out in October 2016. This Check has it been out. another mini episode of the Giving the Mic to the Wrong Person podcast. I want to thank you guys for listening. We have a couple more shows coming up that are still in the hopper, uh, i.e. I still need to actually edit them and put them into a proper podcast format. Stay tuned to hear. You can always reach me at Giving the Mic at gmail.com if you have any email comments or you can find us on twitter at just yeah really one word giving the mic as always like subscribe and spread the word uh we are available on itunes stitcher and a thousand soundcloud a thousand one other venues uh yeah we're out there spread the word ladies and gentlemen thank you once again, the our main theme provided by the breakfast cereal off um, used with permission, and that 
dude actually said, yeah, you go ahead and use that and credit me. Sort of. Alright. Thanks for tuning in. 